Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with Boy Oh Boy Conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC, I'm dying. I Well, listen, all I know is that was the least enthusiastic hello from Grayson in the history of Boy Oh Boy. And that's a lot, being 320 weeks in. I'm suffering. Suffering from like a, a mental ailment, you know, like maybe like from a mental disorder, sadness. Mentally, I'm doing okay. Mentally, oh, wow. I'm chilling. I mean... Is this the sacrifice? In order for you to feel okay mentally, we have to give up your, your safety physically? That's what I sure it feels hope not. like. Just, this sucks. That's just if, I'm, if we're tracking the patterns, that's kind of what it looks like. Well, you I know? just want to be clear. I'm not feeling good mentally. Like, I'm not oh, feeling okay. like, woo! Yeah! Whoa! No, I'm, I'm more like... That yeah, sounded like good. 20 different Mario Party characters all at once. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> And when I started the first one, my voice broke, and it was like in the like little part where your voice just is not right. And I was like, "Well, I'm this far in. Yeah, let's see how long we can take it." Yeah, you have a killer um, toad impression, is what we just learned. That's awesome. That's big for the future. Never of ask boy. me to do that again. It's oh, never. Okay. It's never going to succeed. Well, um, that was that was a one off. Okay, how about um, the he- the hello? Is that also a one off? I hope so. Yeah, no, we're bringing back the excited hellos. I'm just, I'm... Okay. Whew. Okay. So, like, if the Whew. sickness that you're currently facing kills you in the next seven days, I feel like it'd be wrong for your replacement to have an enthusiastic hello. At least in the, the immediate week following your death, you know? You know, that's fair. That's fair. Do you think my replacement would do the hello? You don't think they'd bring something new to the table? Like what? Literally what? Hi. No, that's lame as shit. So, like, hey. we, we know that MatPat, we, we have the official news that MatPat is leaving game theory and the game theorists. It'd be so weird if the replacement MatPat doesn't say, that's just a theory, you know? Like, let's not b- fix what's, what's, what's not broken, you know? Uh, I mean, I'd be interested to see what they could think up. I guess so. I, well, for game theory or for boy oh boy? I mean, for both. I mean, you for have no stakes theory, in the boy oh boy one. You'll be dead. Yeah, but like for game theory, I mean, like it, it'll probably be worse if they try something new. But what if they think exactly. of something and it's actually like, whoa. Like literally this, what? This Give me an example cool. of something that could be clever and cool. I can't. On the spot I can't think of anything. Right That's now. what I'm saying. It'll probably Matt be worse. Matt has appointed you. He said one rule. You can't say it's just a theory. Figure out the outro. Go. Well, folks, aw shucks, quite a theory that one is. Why? What is the end of the video? Like, like if you say is, it's in the present tense. It sounds like the video well, is still going. Well, but it's going. still a theory. Oh, I guess so. You know, because it's not like Matt Pat saying that was a theory. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> you know what? You, you kind of nailed maybe it. Maybe that's the big change. Maybe that's the big change. <laughs> that was a theory. <laughs> it, uh, the the video game theory going forward is just someone reviewing all of MatPat's old videos and then they cap it off with, well, mm. that was his theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes just sense. Just a game theory. This is really matching the energy of 17-year-old me um, saying, have an incredible Bronco day um, instead of a great Bronco day. Um, Grayson, why I did I do the you, announcements? Yeah? That closer really has the energy of that's just a theory a game theory 
have a great really Bronco Day or Incredible? Yeah, it just it has this both of them, honestly. Oh, okay, okay. Because Great was the original. Great is what everyone did before and after. Um, but I really spiced it up with Incredible. You did spice it up. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, I kind of improved upon the formula or at least didn't backtrack with it. Right. So there okay, is, like, okay, room for growth on these things. You've provided yeah, a really yeah. good example there. That's pretty massive. That is so, so massive. JC, well, Grayson, we've discussed at length who yeah. my replacement or who I would replace you with if you were to pass away. Yeah. Mostly because your mortality always seemed a little bit more prescient. Yeah. Um, for most of what, who would be my replacement, JC? That's who would you replace really me with? Great question. And so the easy answer back in the day, okay, would have been Chargill because at a surface level, she's the, the Grayson of, of BM&W, the former podcast that once was, you know? But upon closer inspection, we've learned over the years that, no, no, Chargill's the JC of BM&W, and BIM is the, the, the Grayson of BM&W, right? Is that, that a fair assessment? That was really shocking. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it took a, a while to come revelation. to the realization, but I think we're all there, you know? I think we've all kind of accepted that. And... So I feel like the right answer would be BIM, but could I get her to commit? Probably not. So in reality, it's probably just we fall back on Hans, you know? Like Hans is going to be the most reliable uh, source, you know? Kind of the same conclusion you landed on, right? I thought I landed on Steven. Well, but then you said Steven was unlikely, so it would probably just be Hans because Hans would be able to commit. Hmm. You know, no, that that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, I'll figure it out when the time comes, you know. This has really brought a terrifying prospect to mind of what if one of us passes away more. And we'll go with me in this scenario because as we were discussing, what if I pass away? Yeah. You start doing the podcast with Hans and then it blows up. It's just it becomes so massive. Everyone's loving it. No, that sounds great. Then it's like it is just 100 percent certainty uh-huh. That the deceased person was just holding it back. There was they a were, real problem. They were purely a, a clear drag on problem. the podcast. Yeah. Huh. That's an interesting That'd be kind prospect. of devastating. Well, I mean, I think we, we've already proven that even if we do achieve massive success post-mortem, right? Or like post the other one dying, it wouldn't be either of our faults that success. Because let's be honest, I did following Lucha with Steven and all the success we got was on TikTok and thanks to Steven's editing, you know? Um, and th- it was still, even with that, just a modicum of success. And then with you on Twitch, it's like, it's fun. It's a cool little community. But would you say you've become this uh, incredibly popular streamer? I would say so, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't well, know then, what you're hinting at. I'd, I guess Gray the Gray is is the, the key to success. You better hope I'm the one who dies. Like, shit. <laughs> Like, I, I guess we no, got you there. raise a good point. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but Grayson, you are sick with a physical ailment is, is my understanding. Correct? Yep. Give me a second. I got to be. Grayson hates this podcast. He just left. He never wants to talk to you guys ever again. Sorry. He, oh, I'm back. Okay. Sorry. 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 Um, it was what a were bad you saying? cough. I, I wasn't. You were. No, no, no. You were, you were going to talk about how you were sick. Explain your illness. Well, well, you just asked me if I was sick, and I said, sure am. I'm dying. What I are you sick with? Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah. Okay. Um, my Well, it's okay, so it started on Sunday, and I told you a little yeah. bit of this, but I'll, I'll recount it so that we have record of it. We're keeping record of it. Today's Wednesday for, for those keeping count. Yeah, we got to keep count. We got to keep count. 
uh, Sunday rolled around and we had just gotten back from the trip. I was feeling a little bit crummy, but I was like, man, whatever. I've been traveling. Of course, I'm going to feel a little crummy. I stayed up for like a million hours and I, you know, I, I've been doing a lot. I'm going to feel a little yeah. bit under the weather. Of course. So I didn't think much of it. Um, a million hours I, is a long time. So, so many hours. Mm-hmm. So much time. Um, I sent a Snapchat to my my friend Mac, and she said, "Oh, I'm sick. I'm dying." And I was like, "Haha, I'm not sick, but also dying." Um, I was wrong because, in fact, I was sick. I just had no. not realized it yet. That's the following so morning, however, that revelation would come to me. It would hit me hard, JC. Wait. It would. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it would make itself known. As uh, I get up, I go to work for the first time in like weeks. Like I uh-huh. gotta tell you, I've not been working a lot. I've been taking so much thinking time off. I've barely been in. I know I don't even know the people I work with anymore. They've forgotten I exist. I, I go in, I get into the office, I start doing my job. And uh, from the moment I woke up, I was like, man, I'm really stuffy today. I'm having like mucus go down my throat and it's causing like scratchy throat. It is nice. it is a problem. It is a it is an issue. And Let's a consider why does mucus going down a throat make it scratchy? Mucus is generally Beats pretty me. soft and goopy. You know, I, I honestly have no clue. I feel like it's worth looking into. Okay, scientists, everyone listening to Boy Oh Boy, get on that. Scientists, come on. <laughs> yeah. Science, figure that one out, please. Please. Um, but, of course, my job, it's a lot of speaking in the job. So that was going to be rough. And I just I felt worse and worse and worse. And then I had a meeting with my manager at one point. And I, he like opens the meeting. And I'm like, because it is a, it's a Zoom meeting. He's, uh, he's working from home. Zoom meeting opens up and he's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, the boss, I'm doing terrible. Uh, honest no. truth, I'm going to have to head home after this. I, no. I, I'm not up to it. What I time of the like day is this? I one thing to, to wrap up. Uh, it started at like 11. So I get it at 930. This is 11. Oh, so it's pretty soon in the day you're leaving. Yeah, this was an hour and a half in. Uh-oh. Um, and so I, I just resolved the thing I was working on. Um, I head out, get home, and I'm still just, just terrible, just mm-hmm. feeling awful. Um, but you know, now I'm home. I go to bed, take some NyQuil, try and sleep it off. Wake up the next day. It is now Tuesday. I'm feeling even worse. I'm feeling much, much worse. And at this point, uh, it's the morning again. I mess with my hands. I'm like, listen, I'm still not like, I'm going to be out again. He's like, got it. And I spend the whole day. It wasn't that bad except for like. Like, obviously, it still had all the, you know, runny nose, sneezing, stuffed up, can't breathe very well. But I also started getting a little bit of cough. But the thing that made me kind of like, okay, this isn't the worst thing ever. This is probably just like a bad cold. You like a cough I didn't feel. Oh. What? I misunderstood. I thought the story was going in a different direction. Continue. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't feeling like achy or feverish at the time. Like, I, I was feeling really bad and uh-huh. my throat hurt a lot but i didn't feel like achy or that makes sense yeah like i would get headaches but that that was kind of where it stopped and it was mostly like a congestion thing you know just a lot of pressure well today rolls around it's now wednesday Uh i wake up again and let me tell you i'm feeling achy i'm feeling bad um chills I, i guess like it's been on in and out. I, I tried to sleep most of today, which uh-huh. I was moderately successful in. Congrats on that. I got that. a little bit more sleep in than I was expecting. Uh-huh. Um but, but I did a 
I finally like checked my temperature because I was like, man, I'm not feeling right. Something's going on. And uh, turns out I do have a fever. I'm not just imagining it because that's no. always my concern when I get sick is I always think like, am I just imagining this? Am I tricking myself into feeling worse than I am? No, no, I'm feeling awful. Um, another thing that happens, you know, I, apparently you don't do this. You only do this from nosebleeds. But whenever I have a runny nose, like a particularly runny nose, and I'm like, man, I don't want to keep wiping this because it's just going to irritate my nose more. I'm just going to stick a little bit of tissue up there. Have you considered um, I did those lotion-y tissues so they don't irritate your nose? They don't help. They don't no. help at all. I'm allergic then, to them, actually. So my mom used to get them, and they'd make my nose much redder immediately. So I, I don't use those either. Well, there you go. What a recommendation. Thanks for that, Jason. You're welcome. Um, but I, uh, I did the little thing. It was the middle of the night, so it was dark. Wake up the next day, let me tell you, things covered in blood. So now I'm bleeding out the nose, too. Hell, yeah. I've just I've had a, quite a, a couple of days. On Tuesday, I called my mom because my brother had also been sick. So the two of us had been sick. My brother had like a terrible stomach thing over the weekend, but I think no. he's feeling a lot better now. I'm just I'm suffering through this. Um but we're in the midst her, as we her. speak you know what she does jc what's that she sent a reagan though like like she she packed it up in a box and sent it no no no. on amazon you can buy like oregano supplements like little pills okay. oregano oil like those go on pizza or that goes on pizza right oregano yeah apparently it's also like a really strong um antimicrobial Ooh. Now, I don't have know if you that's true, um, but, uh, considered potentially, uh, instead of just downing massive amounts of oregano, uh, just going to a doctor? No. Okay. Well, then you're probably going to be sick for another couple weeks. No, I'll be fine. I don't think so. I don't think that's how that generally works. Um, no, I got the oregano, brother. Usually I'm medicine chilling. is okay. Um, huh. I just I, I worry because I'm I was made aware before the podcast started that you've recently received yet another promotion at GameStop. You're now the owner of GameStop. And mm-hmm. I feel like all the higher ups at GameStop above you as owner uh, are putting a lot of 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 weight on or uh, they're trusting you a lot, you know, and if you just yeah. neglect your body, what example is this going to set? Um, for Listen, while, I just I the, need some more NyQuil. I need some more aspirin. And I'm just going to rough it out. I'll be fine. I, I, I got okay. oregano now. No, you do have the oregano, which is good, because I was primarily worried about that. You know, like as far as priority list, oregano one, doctor's visit two. Uh, so, again, you're you're really doing awesome so far. It's just I worry about reaching step two, you know? Sounds like we're not going to get there. <laughs> I'm oh. not a big doctor visit guy. I don't really. Well, that's because you usually don't get uh, sick this bad is my understanding, right? Like, if you don't get sick that often, of course you're not going to be a doctor's visit guy. I'm just not um, a big doctor's visit guy. Okay. I might, like, DoorDash some NyQuil or something. Uh-huh. I mean, like, maybe there are doctors who can do, like, an at-home visit. It probably costs a little more. Um, nah. That's, that's close to to DoorDashing NyQuil. Like, it's, it's basically the same. Nah. Maybe a little, okay. Because, like, okay. what, what is the doctor going to do, you know? Yeah. That's also really morbid, the whole, like, calling a doctor into your home. I feel like I only hear about that when people are, like, in hospice or dying. or dying. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, we haven't ruled out yet, so. True. My nose was bleeding profusely for 
I'm not. I'm honestly not sure still why. When that you say happened. profusely, you mean like it was spouting out blood, just shooting it everywhere? No, not that profusely. Not not that profusely. But was it was there enough a to, steady to soak stream? the the thing. Mm. I don't know because it, it 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 probably happened at some point during the night because I I slept with the thing in. Okay, so it like happened when... at some point of the night, drenched it, and then. Yeah, it sounds like a, a gentle soak over time. The blood, because when I think. Uh, profuse bleeding from the nose as a third grader i did profusely bleed from the nose and they had to replace my shirt but you know like a water gun like a really sturdy water gun the stream that comes out of it uh-huh that's what was happening from my nose when i profusely bled from it so i just yeah, i was I'm not really that. Cons- I, I, okay, okay of course okay. i was i was asleep i was asleep yeah i wouldn't even be able to validate one way or another yeah well i just feel like if it was that it would have shot the tissues out you know i would also hope it would have woken me up yeah, um, that's a lot of blood to be leaving your head specifically. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Well. But really, like, what is a doctor going to do? They're going to Yeah, I mean, you already say, got like, the oregano. So, like, I got the, the oregano. For? Yeah. What you, would the prescription even do? I, like, I'd rather just take NyQuil. NyQuil puts me to sleep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Um, and very I'm almost wise. out of NyQuil, though. Oh, so. no. Well, this makes me assume that by the time Sunday rolls around, you will not be free to hang out with me and Steven, um, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but I feel like that's probably a Who safe knows? assumption to work from. Well, it's just... Who knows? I just I haven't read up on oregano as much as I wish I would have before tonight. Um, so I just, I'm personally not aware of how uh, efficacious it is, or at least how fast acting it is in the healing Listen, of bloody noses. My mom says it did some wonders for her, and my mom ain't no liar. No, it can do wonders, but maybe it does wonders over the amount of time it takes for your body to heal itself anyways. You know? No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. No. Okay, okay, okay. Don't my be bad. ridiculous. Nope. So that wasn't Another pressing thing. thing. When we were on our trip, my ring broke. I don't know really where to go to get that fixed because I need like a jeweler to re-solder the thing on. You literally just that. answered your own question. <laughs> sure, but um, like... You mean like a specific where jeweler? Where am I going to find a jeweler? Like yeah, literally like, all over. I can't over. show up to like K's. No, but like I like there's a jewelry shop one minute away from me, you know? Really? Yeah. There's also right next to that jewelry shop is this bar called the Sagebrush and a very famous country music singer just did a pop-up show there last night at 8 p.m. and they only let 100 people in. Um and they announced it Sagebrush. as the show was starting. Do we starting. go to Sagebrush? We have not. No, but I drive by it every single day cuz it's it's next to the CVS Emos, you know? Which, I feel like the name is really familiar. Yeah. But do you know who Zach Bryan is? He's, yeah. he's a country singer. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. But yeah, he's like doing stadiums in San Antonio and all, like all over the country. But he just stopped by and did a show for 100 people. Said, show up. But I was tattooing someone, so I couldn't. You know, it's a, I could have walked there in a minute. But here we are. It's a sad You time. should have said to your tattoo person, listen... We got to put this on pause. We got to go see <laughs> Zach Bryan. We got to go see Zach Bryan. I would have been such a poser. Everyone there was singing the lyrics. I know two songs, you know? It would have been tough. Would've I don't know been... if I know any songs. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I'm very, very sorry, Grayson. Listen, the reason I bring up Sunday and us hanging out with Steven, and God willing, the oregano will kick in very, very quickly, but I tattooed my great aunt a few days ago, okay? She was in from out of town. She lives in Virginia. Um, actually only like 30 minutes away from Bulin, which is kind of crazy. Um, but she was in town, and I was uh, tattooing a couple of things on her that she wanted. She was very excited about it. It was the first time I got to have like a one-on-one conversation with her in my life. 
And uh, while I was doing so, she was insistent that me and uh, my friends watch a movie called The Lobster. Okay? She couldn't explain why, she said. She didn't want to reveal anything. But she watched it apparently during the beginning of the pandemic and has made every single person in her life watch this movie since. It's called The Lobster. Um, how open are you to watching The Lobster, Grayson? Listen, crazy coincidence. I okay. was watching a YouTube video. Oh. And someone just mentioned the movie offhandedly. The Lobster? I've never heard of it. The Lobster. This is a sign. What was um, the context of like, the comment? Well, they were just going over movies they had seen recently and then just oh. said The Lobster. But the name was so absurd, it stood out to me. I was yeah. like, what? Apparently, it's a 2015 film. Um, and it's apparently worth telling everyone in your life about to go watch, you know? Oh, wait, so, I've heard of this. Oh, you're looking it up. You're looking at spoilers. Well, I just, I pulled it up to be like, I did not expect this to come out twice. And I saw the same thing, 2015 romance comedy, one hour, 58 minutes. And then so I saw the funny. little snippet. Well, because uh -huh. yeah, I was looking at the ratings and then there's a little snippet and it's like, there's not a lot of info there, but let me uh -huh. tell you, the info that's there i know what it is the lobster is actually just shane dawson's movie that i gotta tell you uh-huh now that i know what movie it is yes. i'm not i'm not quite as interested in seeing not it not even for dear sweet aunt lynn did i not meet aunt lynn for her uh probably not i've barely met her you know then like um i have no attachment now if grandma uh, grandpa told me they were like hey you yeah. gotta watch this uh -huh. that, that holds some weight that I carries just, something my aunt's not the type to get super excited my aunt was apparently one of the first two women um to to work in uh what's it called uh i guess not tech but computer science in the country or something like that and she's very wealthy and retired um for like six or seven years now so does that give any more weight to her telling me to watch the lobster no oh shit she said she used to work with big computers like the size of an Ikea. How about now? I stand by my, my answer. Uh, so you're not going to watch The Lobster? I mean, I'll consider it. It all is contingent on the oregano, of course. Well, like not even like, um, Grace and I are going to watch it this Sunday, but in general, like just during a Steven get-together, may we watch The Lobster? I mean, but potentially. Well... I just, what, what better ideas do you have? What movies are more pressing than The Lobster? You know, I, I got nothing right now. Exactly. I'm not hearing any other ideas, so I don't want to hear any dismissals of mine. Okay? Not until you have, you have one better that I can report back to Aunt Lynn with. Okay? Um, I have a story okay. from Aunt Lynn from when she was here. She went out to <laughs> dinner with my parents and my grandparents and I think like some of my parents' friends the, the day before I tattooed them. And I got all this story from my dad afterwards, or my mom, sorry, where they went to some German restaurant, okay? Because they love their German culture, my aunt and uncle, right? They go to all these German places, they eat all this German food. So they went to Fredericksburg to like some, I don't know, fancy German restaurant or bar, pub, whatever. And... Apparently, it's a very expensive tab, okay? There's like eight people. They're all drinking, all eating. And my dad and my grandpa are going to split the tab at the end of the night. And apparently, the waiter's been not very good. He's messed up a whole bunch of their orders and brought out the wrong drinks. And at one point, uh, they, uh, 
one of the things that they replaced because they brought out the wrong order, they left it on the, the final receipt. And so my dad was like, hey, we actually like, didn't like, have this. Like, that was the thing that you had to replace for us. Um, and so they had to bring out a new receipt. And apparently the, the waiter was so pissed off when they gave him the receipt, he like, threw it on the ground or something when he got far enough away from the table. And then this is all the context for my dad and my grandpa when they're about to sign the check to tip this waiter, okay? And they ended up doing, I think, 18%, right? Something to that effect, right? Which, that's a normal amount. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when they brought back the check, like the ones that like you take with you or something, I, I really don't remember. I, don't, I wasn't there. This is all secondhand, okay? Basically, the waiter had circled the amount for the tip and wrote womp womp on the receipt on both of them, um, which apparently infuriated my dad and was the angriest that many of the people in the party have ever seen my father. Um, and basically, they ended up having to not tip at all and uh, got a $100 gift card to go back to that restaurant. So shouts out, you know? Good. That's yeah. insane. But writing womp womp on a receipt is crazy behavior, you know? Yeah, um, no, I, I hope that waiter gets fired. That's... That feels like the appropriate, like maybe you're having a bad day and that explains the throwing the receipt when you messed up. But writing womp womp is wild. Um, I also, I saw yeah. a TikTok like yesterday about like some lady who didn't get tipped in the DoorDash app. And then she got tipped at the door and the lady got it like all on her ring camera. And then the lady felt so bad when they were trying to hand her cash. She was like, I can't take that. Um, just ignore the note. Like, and she left like a really shitty note inside the DoorDash order about tipping. You know? It's like people need to calm down. That's What's, wild. Yeah, a little bit. Tipping, we just need to be done with it. I don't quite understand. Just charge me a little bit more. I won't feel as bad. Like if every meal I had were like three bucks more expensive, you know, like I'm not going to cry. I'll get used to it after two weeks, you know, but just no more tipping, right? Just no more tipping. Tipping, is, it's just not good. I don't, that's how you end up with womp womps on receipt. And that's just not the answer. Well, no, that's not how you end up with womp womps no, on receipt. No, that's when you hire a mentally you end up with womp womp. who can't yeah. control his emotions. Um, right. But not necessarily intrinsically related there. That no, person's going to do some crummy stuff regardless of if there's a tip involved or not. Yeah. Um, I get spit and shit in the food, I guess. Um, yeah. But, you know, props to them for doing that. Uh, Grayson, I was in a restaurant. I was writing out a tip the other day on a receipt. Me and my, my beautiful, beautiful girlfriend went to Kirby Lane Cafe, 24-hour cafe, all-day cafe. Sorry, that's what it's called. Uh, and when I was there, I look up mid my signing the receipt and do you know who i see on my tv screen who's that it's none other than the legend shinsuke nakamura wrestling was Ain't on no way. and shinsuke it was so no absurd yeah like it was just very weird our our, our trip to orlando last week uh, we didn't really go into that much detail i feel like on the episode because we were so tired after universal uh i know we're both feeling energetic and rearing to go right now oh boy um, but uh, Shinsuke was a really pivotal part of our trip, was he not? Sh shockingly. Shockingly he's, pivotal. He, he was a part of every one of our meals. He, uh, I mean, that was a lot of it. He was just, he was very present on our kitchen table holding a lollipop. But um, I have great news, Grayson, and that is that the Shinsuke Nakamura action figure that Bim and I have been gifting to each other for about a year now um, is safely in the Bimley household. It has made it to, no to Bulin. It's true. It's true. Um, Finally. Unfortunately, 
uh, she did sneak the Shinsuke Nakamura socks into my luggage. So those are in Austin, Texas with us. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, JC. Yeah. We had schemed that. We, we kind of planned that. messed up. Why, why would that be a thing? I, I can't well, wear... She already wore them. She put her feet in them. Like, yeah. it's not like I can wear them now. Well, you could. No, I, like, I washed them, but I'm still not going to wear them. That's crazy. They don't belong to me. They're not my socks. Listen, if you're not going to wear them, I'll wear them. You want the Shinsuke socks? Not particularly, but I'd hate well, to have some good socks go to waste. Like, I feel like Steven is the most likely out of all of us to actually put them to use. You know? Steven has some wild sock habits. This is true. It's a mismatched, just white, regular, low-cut sock and a Shinsuke on the other foot. It would... Guys, we bought Shinsuke Nakamura socks at Hulk Hogan's Beach House, for those unaware. Um, everyone surely has been following along, though. They all get that. Um, they understand. But you know, Shinsuke's been invading a lot of aspects of my life, and it's continued outside of the Orlando trip. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a very good thing. I would agree. It's just a little disconcerting as to how. Yeah, like he's not the type of wrestler that you would usually see on the TV. Like normally that's reserved for a John Cena uh, or a I think Rock I've seen him once on the TV, actually. And that's because your friends and made I know you watch a wrestling is. show. That's yeah. very fair. Um but, you know, I'm excited to see more Shinsuke Nakamura on my television. He has more followers on Instagram than CM Punk. So, shouts out. You know? Does he actually? Yeah, well, because CM Punk, like, got Instagram after he left the WWE um, and has ever since treated it like a shit post. Like, he just posts random ass shit um, until hilarious. he recently re-signed to WWE. So, now he takes it a little bit more seriously. But, but Probably it as part sense. of the contract. I would imagine. I would. And also, Shinsuke's putting those water towers up on his Instagram, so it's a lot to compete with, you know? So many water towers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Grayson, we were, I mean, yeah, part of you getting sick probably is tied to the fact that we spent the whole week together, you, me, and Steven, and on two of those days in the week we spent together, we simply didn't sleep. Like, we just stayed up for well past 24 hours, you know? Yeah. Also, like I can't imagine my immune system was top-notch over the the friday night we had over the friday night we had what friday night oh you grayson bought a ten dollar thing of sangria that ended up being fifteen dollars well yeah. you thought it was ten you got it because you thought, thought it was ten dollars ended up being a fifteen dollar yeah. jar of sangria um and then a jar kind of undersells it let's go with jug it's a big jar it's a fat jar guys it was definitely a glass jug it was a glass jug of sangria for $10, $15, sorry. And of course, it wasn't anywhere near finished by the last day of us being in Orlando. What are you talking about? It was almost done. By the end, but not by the Friday. Like starting oh, no, Friday, there the was Friday. still a lot of yeah. sangria in that jug. Oh, yeah. No, there was it was not down much at all. Yeah, because well, I don't drink wine for one. And I don't think anyone else in our group did either. Did, did no. Hans drink a little bit? Mm-mm. Hans is the one you split it with. Did I split it with Hans? I thought I was paying for that thing myself. Yeah, at least when I was calculating the receipt, whoever I asked told me it's split between you and Hans. So one of you two Yo, said thanks, it. thanks, Hans. <laughs> you may own Hans $7. This is tough. This is very tough. Um, but, yeah, you had a just massive jar of sangria you had to finish. And you got close, but you still never quite cut it. Which is tough. I got it real close. I mean, not close enough. Not close enough for you to be like, oh, let me just let me just finish it off. Let me just real quick guzzle guzzle this 
you know? And that's disappointing. I should have. Yeah, just to be able to prove it. You probably wouldn't be sick right now. Wine is supposed to make you healthy. That's true. You know what they say? A glass of wine a day keeps the doctor away. No, is the that oregano. what they say? I don't the think that's true. Yeah, um, the, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, you want the oregano. You don't want to keep the oregano Sorry, away. A cup of wine mixed with oregano a day keeps the healthcare system away. I believe that is the official. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. that's why Italians are so healthy. It's true. It's so true. Grayson, my boss had like an impromptu baby shower today at my work for one of our, our coworkers. But it, afterwards, everyone was just kind of talking about babies for a while. And it was kind of absurd because at one point they were talking about like what you didn't used to know, like when you were having kids, like as, as a mother, right? Or an expecting mother, like what you were and were not supposed to do. And they were talking about how like you always weren't supposed to drink. And then someone corrected them was like, well, they used to say don't do heavy drinking while you're pregnant. Like you could have a glass a day. And then everyone kind of nodded in agreement. Yeah, a glass a day. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's that's not accurate. That's not true at all. That child has fetal alcohol syndrome for sure. I would have to imagine any mother um, who did down a glass a day. But also, when did that come around? When did we start learning, hey, don't drink um, more than a glass a day? Or sorry, I'm even a honest. glass a day. I think that one was a really old revelation. Like, I don't think that one's a recent development. I Let's... think we probably realized fetal alcohol syndrome pretty recently. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I feel like, I feel like don't drink while pregnant was probably a pretty intuitive one. Well, why would that be a thing if we didn't know about fetal alcohol syndrome? Well, we've been drinking for a long stinking time. Someone must have noticed a correlation after millennia, you know? Mm. Okay, so I just found it. The official first public uh, awareness bulletin from the u.s food and drug administration uh came in 1977 okay but that was just a warning like hey guys you probably shouldn't drink that much there's like a link between pregnancy and kids being born weird or sorry not pregnancy between alcohol and kids being born weird and then in 1988 congress passed there's definitely the- a link between pregnancy and kids being born weird. <laughs> yeah, let's I mean, not generally. dismiss that link no that's fair thank you for bringing up everyone's attention um and then in 1988, Congress said, hey, you cannot drink during the, the, the pregnancy in great amounts. Um, so who knows when, it, when they were like no drinking at all. But it seems like the, around the 80s is when it really kicked in. And I feel like everyone at my work who's had a baby did so well after the 80s. Um, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. So I feel also, like by then they were already meats? saying don't smoke while pregnant. Like, like, why do they wait on the drinking? That's a great question. Um, but also, did you know lunch meats you're not supposed to eat while you're pregnant? Yeah, because the preservatives. That's so crazy. But there are preservatives in, like, fucking everything, you know? Yeah, but, like, deli meats, man, they're wild. What about grated cheese? Is that bad? Or, I guess, shredded Probably. cheese? Damn. I would not be able yeah. to ever get pregnant if they said no cheese, Grayson. Okay, that baby would well, be you coming out fucked still up or cheese. dying every time. Okay, thank God. But um, when you get when you get like big blocks of cheese, uh-huh. well, the preserve is on the outside, ah, right? Okay. But when you shred it up, when you got the pre-shredded stuff, well, they're putting preservative over all the surface area. There's a lot more surface area in that pre-shredded stuff. Why? Why would they only put preservatives in on the outside, like coat it? Why wouldn't they mix the cheese with preservatives? You know, admittedly, I don't know, but it probably makes it taste really bad. Probably, but also I feel like the mold is just going to start from the inside out. I don't think that's how that works. Also, the mold in cheese is supposed to be there sometimes. Like, you can't make cheese without a little bit of mold. 
I guess so. But like if I were to put a slab of turkey meat in a Ziploc bag and then just leave it, even though it's completely sealed off, it'll still get moldy, you know? I don't think it will. I think it absolutely will. Like completely sealed? Yeah, like a Ziploc bag. I don't know if that's completely sealed. I'm so how, how would like you airtight? Se- what if I use like that thing you use when you you're moving and you like the the suction bag the vacuum for, for clothes? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. if you vacuum sealed some turkey, it's gonna it's gonna like last a good while. Can mold develop in a uh, freezer bag? Let's type in that freezer bag. Oh, I guess that I. I I put bread in a Ziploc bag for two years and it has only become hard, not moldy or anything. Uh, bags come in different varieties. There are food storage bags uh, with air pores that try to prevent molding, but will only slow it down, not prevent it completely. Then there are freezer bags that are thicker and they have no pores. And I guess those ones don't allow mold to form. That's crazy. So as long as you seal your shit right, you're never going to get mold? Well, that's how canned stuff works. Wow, that's crazy. I thought it was because it's like soaking in preservative juice. That also helps. That's why pickling's oh. a thing. Well, that seems a little redundant if the can is already going to do it. Why even bother with well, the well, preservative juice? I mean, you can do like pickling and then can it and then you're like really solid. But pickles also just taste good. Pickles taste you know? fucking awesome is what you meant to say. Darn right. Thank you. So you might want some canned pickles. But you also got to think, like, pickles, they come in jars typically. Those things aren't airtight most of the time. They got, like, a little pop sometimes, but those are foolproof. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, Gray the Gray. I didn't know this. Why why are we talking about mold? What led to this? You're sangria? I'm not totally confident. I I don't know. Either way, you drank a bunch of sangria. How was it? Honestly, pretty good. Just no more liver. That's the, the issue here. I think that might have contributed. That is unfortunate. But oregano, you know, great healing effects for the liver is what I hear. Um, I'd agree with that. So great news is is really all I'm hearing, okay? Happiness is on the horizon. Um, but yeah, not much sleep, Grayson. Not much sleep at all. But we still kind of killed it at least at the beginning of the trip. We didn't get sick and then like couldn't make it to Disney or whatever. So yeah, let's that go. Yeah, that sucked. What done very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. Also, the thought that we did, we started hanging out like that Saturday morning with breakfast at Kirby Lane with Alohi, and then we stopped hanging out like exactly a week later around the same time. That's crazy. Then you, me, and Steven were together that entire time, you know? That is pretty wild. That's a lot. And even by the end, I didn't feel like, fuck, I need this to end, you know? Which I feel like sometimes the road trips. Well, let's be honest. On the road trip last year, I think by the time we got home, we were ready for it then, you know? Maybe just a little, you know? Maybe. If not for the final encounter, I would disagree with you. I think it really was the the final hour. But, I mean, it was a miracle that that final hour didn't happen sooner, you know? Like, let's just be honest. Um, Also, can we talk about how you abandoned Steven on the airplane on our way back from Orlando? Because I'm still not over what happened there. Um... Where we got on the airplane, and there were still, like, it was not full yet by any means. Like, there were still plenty of people to get on after us. Um, And I think, like, Steven was the first to get on, you in the middle, and then me last. And you just took the first two seats you found, like an aisle and a middle seat, like, for us two to get in. 
But then... I was like, in the front. Huh? I was in the front. Oh, Steven was behind us? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then, yeah, Steven's the last one behind us. And you, like, pick out these two seats. Um, and then Steven's just kind of left there, like, what the fuck? <laughs> he has to walk past us. And in my head, I'm like, why are we picking a seat so early on the airplane? I don't want to be next to a stranger. Um, and then Steven ended up in the back of the plane, away from us. Well, what was the thinking? So here was my thought process. Okay. From what I could see, it looked like the plane was mostly filled up. I didn't see like any threes looking back. And from my perspective. You were perspective, saying that you could. And I from, couldn't see any of that. And I asked Steven today, and Steven said he saw them as well. In fact, he sat and won the entire plane ride. Yeah, um, no, obviously I was mistaken. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. misled. I was seeing it being a little bit more crowded. So I saw two seats together and then one seat directly behind the other seat in the aisle. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, if we're probably not going to get the three seats together. Two of us here and Steven right behind us. Two of us here, one right behind. That seems yeah. a pretty decent solution. We'll all be in the same spot. We'll at least have two of us together. And then the third person still at least has an aisle. Yeah. Like, Fair enough. That kind so of makes sense. It. But then neither of us told Steven to sit there. Um, and I couldn't tell him because I didn't know that was the idea. So this was kind of on you. And then Steven was like, oh. And just walk to the back of the plane, you know? I did tell him. What did he say? When you got into the middle. Okay. I said, I started getting into my spot. I was like, Steven, just sit there. And he just kept walking. Valid. And he got a whole road to himself, so it worked out for him. Yeah, no, it worked out for him. You know? But no, when I talked to him today about it, I I was like, what happened? And he was like, I thought Grayson was like ribbing me. I thought he was like, just like being mean. (laughs) And I was like, I, I don't think that was it. Um, no. Yeah. But you, you made Steven feel othered, okay? I'm sorry, Steven. That wasn't my intention. Well, again, it worked out for him. He got a whole ass aisle to himself. Otherwise, yeah. I would have been sleeping on his shoulder. So, like, it it worked out great for you him. You almost slept on the stranger. That was crazy. I thought you told me I did sleep on the stranger. So this is great no, news. No, no, no. But getting. you got pretty close. Mm, okay, 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 okay. He was, he was like, conscious enough to keep maneuvering around it. But you kept kind of, like, slowly leaning more and more into Hell his space. Yeah. He occupied a fair amount of it. But he must he have also like, thought we were psychopaths to take a middle seat that early on in the boarding, you know? Um, but we did. And we made it. You know, we made it back to Austin, Texas, safe and sound, Grayson. And this yeah. is what Also, I matters. feel like we weren't that early. We were C group. Yeah, that's fair. But also, like, I feel like a shit ton of people still got on after us. So I don't know what that means for the size of our flight, you know? That is kind of baffling because there was also a ton of families, too, who probably got booted up in the the pecking chain. Tis the, the pecking chain. Is that what pecking it is? Order. Ooh, okay, no, okay, pecking. okay. Yep. Hmm. But no, this is this all makes sense. This all makes sense, Gray the Gray. Also, one of my highlights from the entire trip, and I, I'm shocked I didn't talk about this last week on the podcast because that was Universal Day. But during Universal Day, Stephen, at least insofar as I'm concerned, coined the phrase, Santa, kill this guy. Uh, <laughs> just whenever he got mildly annoyed by something. <laughs> which I thought was very, very funny. Because it started out as Stephen saying, Santa... Put gold, coal in this guy's stocking, uh, which is funny enough at, on its own. But then demanding that Santa kills people for mild inconveniences, I think, is hilarious. It's quite good. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
Shouts out to Santa for that. Shouts out to Steven. Another Steven bit from Universal is when we were in line for the Spider-Man ride. He just kept singing about you and your dog, Jack. Um, I do have a real dog, Jack. You do, which is... Not the same I don't, Do you think that was Jack. intentional when he said that? Because did you come I up with a dog name or did he? He did. Okay. I, I really don't think... I doubt it was intentional. You know, like, do you think he remembers your dog name? Your dog's name? I would be a little surprised. Yeah. Because I was not picturing Jack in all this. Steven was singing about how Jack was, like, dominating the world and going down to Mexico and becoming a fighting dog. Well, you then, so you see, that's why I was confused when eventually, because I, I was not a part of this song for the vast majority. I joined probably, like, halfway through. Well, you were actually the subject the of the song, one of the two subjects. This is true. This is true. Um, but my conscious awareness ah, of this I see. did not, you know, occur until well into the song playing out. Uh-huh. Um, by then, my dog had already gone to Mexico. And I, I was like, okay, so Jack going to Mexico, well, he is a chihuahua. Is, is that what Steven's getting at? Uh-huh, no. Like, it seemed to fit a little too... Oh, that's but fair, no. though. No, yeah. not at all. He went to Mexico to um, commit crimes and then eventually went to hell. I imagine he maybe died in one of the dogfights. But then apparently he beat the devil and then came back. Like, I guess his wish was to come back to Earth to see you again or something. And then I believe the two of you m- merged into one being at one point, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Again, it's been a while. It's been almost a week since i heard the grayson and jack song but i can't wait to hear it again you know i'm personally I think the excited. more baffling part of the story is that at some point we must unmerge because then we go back in time and i am the version of grayson that has been through all that already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll figure cool. it out yeah we'll get we'll, we'll do a deep dive into the lore we did the darkest spyro before with steven we all have a, a whole episode about this song and the lore um, down the pipeline. See, I don't know if I want to do that. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Because, like, Darkest Spyro, it's grounded. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. But it, there's, life. like, something there. So Stephen can't just make stuff up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that he has, he has to adhere to at least some element of reality. I think Stephen just rambling about the lore of something that he gets to make up totally on a whim. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's dangerous, is what it sounds like. It dangerous sounds in a insane. beautiful way. Okay, we're providing a very safe environment in which his uh, imagination can flourish, grow, expand, and produce beautiful, beautiful things. You know? If you say so. I guess. I guess. Uh, speaking of Dark Spyro, Stephen told me that one of his friends from Dark Spyro was accusing him of being a creep. Um, and Stephen showed me hey. why. And on, yeah, on a standalone statement, yeah. But basically, Steven showed me a comic book he had of Spider-Gwen. You know who Spider-Gwen is, right, Grayson? Yep. Okay, because I barely, it's like the female Spider-Man, right? Um, kind of. But it's like a comic book cover of her. And it's like, she's in a leotard and she's putting on shoes. But it's a very revealing cover, okay? Like, it, it verges on, on, on being, like, you know, explicit. Um, and Steven posted Smut. this. On the, uh, smut, I would call it, absolutely. Uh, or at least verging on smut. I don't know if it quite cross, it crosses that threshold. And apparently Spider-Gwen is supposed to be like 14 years old or something like that. Uh, but then Steven Yo, is like, actually, no, in the comic she's 20. So fuck you. Um, so Steven really narrowly avoided that one, you know? Because in the comic she's like 20 or so. So shouts out to Steven for that. Um, speaking of 
underage business, Grayson. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, I got a news article the other day about mm. some teacher, a history teacher from a high school here in Austin. Um, oh, yeah. I think you I saw, saw this. That? Yeah. Dude got With arrested. a 16-year-old. A 15-year-old. And the dad knew about it. Oh, no, no, no. Different story then. Different kid toucher. Oh, boy. Okay. My story that I saw was about a teacher who uh, met a 15-year-old on a, like a, a dating app or a chatting app. And then went to meet her, and it was actually like a police bust, and the girl never existed, um, I think. Um, or maybe mm-hmm. the girl existed, and the dad was like, hey, let's set up a bust, you know? But he's a teacher, and as far as I know, it wasn't with any students or whatever, just this 15-year-old that he met on this, this app. Um, and they got busted. And then when I clicked on the article and I read some of it, I saw that the high school was where Brandy went to. Um, mm-hmm. And then I messaged Brandy, and I'm like, Brandy, do you know this guy? He just showed up on my like Google News and apparently he was one of the softball coaches there. Um, so he was Brandy's coach. This is crazy. Ain't no way. There's a way. What about your guy, though? What happened to him? Oh, um, it was a woman, actually. Ooh. She kept having sex with this 16-year-old boy, and the oh. dad knew about it. It was just like, sounds cool. You do you. Um, she was, like, already divorced and had two kids. Uh-huh. And that was kind of it. Like, so was just, the dad getting in trouble, too? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. So who? How, how did they get caught? You know, honestly, oh, no, I do remember. I was going to say I don't remember. Yeah. Um, a classmate snitched. Ah, I understand. I understand. Do you think they get Which bullied like good now? Good on the classmate. Well, yeah, good on the classmate. But in the context of that high school, probably not seen as a hero, you know? No, probably, probably not. I hope they keep their identity a little secret. Mm, ideally that would happen ain't no way in a high school though you know no shot for sure for sure not that came out day of <laughs> absolutely absolutely okay but grayson um that's really all i have to talk about there the underage business can be put aside um let's talk about parasocial relationships if you don't mind uh can you give me an example of a parasocial relationship uh, me and olivia rodrigo okay and how is that parasocial Honestly, I'm not fully confident, but man, I love Olivia Rodrigo. You just love her. Do you like derive a lot of self-worth from the relationship you have with Olivia? I certainly think so. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I think that probably fits firm into the, the realm of parasocial. Um, basically, I I was looking at the definition of that phrase because it's been like thrown around for, for a while. Usually from Steven is in the context in which I hear that phrase, parasocial relationship. And he complains about them on Twitch. And he complains about the success of like female streamers occasionally. Um, but, uh, I was looking at like the actual, actual definition and I don't think it like, I don't think it has to be a bad thing. Does it a parasocial relationship? Cause like the idea of it is that it's like very one-sided, like a person develops like what feels like a friendship with someone who doesn't even know who they are. But I feel like that by itself is not like inherently a bad thing. You know, I want to look at the same definition as you. So I use psychology today. Psychology Today Parasocial Relationship. And they have like a whole little like profile for the word. Like they, like they do for all like their terminology. Psychology um, Today. But from what I read, it sounds like it can be bad. Like certainly you having a one-sided relationship with someone who doesn't know you exist can be bad. But also, I have plenty of parasocial relationships with like people I watched growing up. But I didn't think it harmed me. I think it, you know... I enjoyed their videos. I thought it was awesome. 
And then they probably affected who I was as a person, you know, but no harm done. Well, probably some harm done. Not that I'm aware of, you know? No, nah, they're probably you? bad. Why is that? You're just living, you're fooling yourself. You're tricking yourself. Well, it's not like I believe I'm actually friends with the person, but it feels like a friendship. Like if I were to meet that person in real life or one of those people that I used to watch constantly or still watch constantly, I would feel very friendly with them. Like I would feel like a great attachment, but I don't think that's a bad thing. You know? Um, like I'm not expecting to be invited to their wedding. I mean, I guess, but I feel like people who are in the parasocial relationship yeah. begin to imagine that. Like, that becomes the delusion that they're well, experiencing. Like, oh, the, I'm actually friends with this person. By the definition, though, on the Psychology Today site, I feel like it, it leaves room for that. Where, like, an example like that would fall into a, like, a negative parasocial relationship. Or, like, when it turns harmful. Right? But, like, delusion isn't, like, I don't think required for it to be parasocial. I don't but know. I feel like regardless. Mm-hmm. I feel like regardless, it's just probably a lonely person fooling themselves. It, it just mm. doesn't. Like I, I get it as a strict definition of it's a one-sided relationship. Well, obviously you're going to feel some connection to characters you see on screen of or course. celebrities that you care about, things like that. But any, I, I feel like using it in that broad of a sense kind of undermines what is really being referenced when you say parasocial relationship, which is more of, okay, you fooled yourself into a sense of intimacy or friendship or there being an actual relationship in a way that's now detrimenting the rest of your social life. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess in a strict sense, I see what you're saying. In a Does it have to more... impact the rest of your social life? Can you have like a really healthy like social group but still have an unhealthy parasocial relationship? I feel like you could. Maybe, but I, I, I don't... Probably less I really likely. See how? Yeah, you know? I feel like in in some aspects or another, it's going to detract from the rest of your relationships. Because I mean, relationships they they take effort. You know, you got to put work into it. Yeah, you know, if you're no, putting the work into that, you're not putting it into real relationships. Mm, I understand. I understand. That's so sad. So, but boy, you and Olivia—that is parasocial to the fullest extent. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. No, okay, it's okay. really tearing me apart, man. Yeah, I imagine it's probably not great for her either. You know, I feel like this isn't going to end well for her. Um, no, I'm going to kill Reagan in her name. Reagan. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's a lot. Yeah, I feel like probably Jimmy is already Carter dead, so is like a... Yeah, I feel like... But Jimmy Carter, I feel like, could. I'm still alive, which is a great part. Is he you know? really? That dude has been in a hospice for, like, 12 months. Well, that's exactly my point. It'd be pretty easy to take him out, you know? Dude, but Olivia would still be guy. smitten, like, wow, he, he kills the next still, president. That's crazy. Yeah, of course. It would be a national tragedy when he dies. Dude, I love Jimmy Carter. What a guy. As you should. Build houses or something. I would shit. never. I would never, never shoot kill Jimmy him? Carter. Oh. Don't be we ridiculous. We don't shoot him. You can smother him. You know, he's in a home. It'd be a lot easier to just take a pillow. You know? <laughs> I would, I would. No, it's got to be a, a bullet. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't have you have, you have, you have, you have respect for him is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. No, I would never. But Olivia would probably really, like, more so respect the use of bare hands around a throat. You know? Like, that's what a real man, or at least a man deserving of Olivia's attention and love and affection would probably do. You know? I mean, I get... I, I, ultimately, I'm taking inspiration from the, the guy who did shoot Reagan John for Hinkley Jody Jr. Foster. That's the one. Yeah. I gotta tell you, he was probably onto something. 
Yeah. I mean, your music career afterwards is bound to flourish once you get out of prison. I'm thinking. Which is massive, you know? Um, and I think Jodie Foster and him are married now, so it worked out. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it really seems like only I'm kind of losing it, JC. I'm falling apart. Well, yeah, here, but you're just yeah. fantasizing. You're daydreaming about killing no, the ex-president really <laughs> and then yeah. marrying Olivia Rodrigo in 30 years. Um, but also 30 years for trying to kill a president is crazy. You'd probably get more for succeeding is my guess. Like, maybe that that could be a life sentence if, if the... No, that makes sense. Also, yeah. why is there a difference in, like, wh- why would there be a difference in sentence for actually killing the president and trying to kill the president? Because, like, he, if you had just aimed a bit better, like, the, the intent was still there, the action is still there, all that changed is that you, you hit him. You know? Mm. Like, why would the sentence be different? Well, because you didn't die. Yeah, but who cares? Like what, oh, why but he not didn't die. just give him like a thirty year sentence if he if he if he did die then you know well because then he died <laughs> but but listen hear me out this doesn't change the nature of the behavior no you see I agree with you I'm okay. on the same page as you you know but that really kind of draws in some really like when does it become you planned enough you know. Like, sure, in that circumstance, it's like, well, you planned to kill him, and then you went and shot him. It's just mm-hmm. unlucky that your aim wasn't better. Like, sure, yeah. yeah, those seem pretty similar. But what if you planned it but then never went out with the gun, you know? Like, is that the same as actually killing the guy? Because at that point, it's like, would you have pulled the trigger? You know, well, there's, yeah. like, reasonable doubt. Like, there's question within absolutely, there. Absolutely, but there's not with the John Hinckley situation. You know, like, right, the, the gun was right. fired and, like... No, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I would agree that there's there's gray area, but definitely not with John, okay? No, John John should probably still be in prison, to be honest. Yeah, um, that's my inclination, but that would be wrong to Jodie Foster, you know? Yeah, no, then they couldn't be together. I gotta tell you, I think she was impressed. I mean, I mean, probably a little more impressive if it worked, you know? Yeah, but I think regardless, she was probably a little bit impressed. Maybe. I'd be a little scared, though, because, like, then who isn't he willing to kill to, to achieve my love? Okay, but listen. Mm-hmm. Women love serial killers, JC. That's, That's one true. thing we know about women. Okay. She was probably a little bit impressed. So hear me out. You don't want to kill former President Jimmy Carter, uh, with a gun or pillowcase, right? Or pillow, rather. Just become a serial killer. No, Simply. you raise a good point. I don't... You know, but the thing is, I don't really want to kill people. And I think that's probably the thing keeping me from Do Olivia. Do it to dogs. Is my my weak spine. I don't mm. really want to kill dogs either. Like, I'm, I'm not... I don't have that killer mentality that Olivia is looking for. Andrew, oh. mm. so you don't think maybe you and Olivia are meant to work out because you are not willing to kill a bunch of dogs? That might be it. She okay. has a boyfriend now, right? I have no idea. Uh, for your sake, I hope not. You know, I worry about I the implications. I feel like I saw something about that. But it was also probably like on the Snapchat, you know, screen where it's like, There's a really great chance it was just rumors. And honestly, the rumors were probably about you and Olivia. You know? Honestly, true. But I was going to say, if she does have a boyfriend, we just need to double check to see if he is a killer. Oh, oh, my bad. Well, because if he if he's a 
if he's a killer, then I got no shot. Like, well, no, he's if he's a over. killer, he's, then you can kill him, and it'd be justified. You'd be a virtuous no, 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 killer because no, no, no. you no, killed no, the killer. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't pull uh, Olivia away from that. You know, she's got what she wanted. I couldn't do that to her. But think about her. Safety. But if he's not a killer, then you know, then we can consider the killing. Okay. Because then I know I can, I can one up the guy. Yeah. If yeah. he's already a killer, you know, he beat me to the punch. She had the guts to do what I, I couldn't. Hear me out. He's not a killer, but he's six foot seven. Thoughts? Fair enough, brother. He wins. Damn, that's you. In the tall man's world, in mm-hmm. the tall man's world, he's suffered enough. You know what I mean? Okay. No, that's. So I told fair. you this before. When I see people taller than me, I mostly just sympathize with them because yeah. it is. It's kind of painful being that would this be tall. A tough like, there's a lot of downsides. Existence being just six foot seven, handsome, and married to Olivia Rodrigo, you know? Like, that's that'd just be pretty rough. Really tough life where I understand yeah. it. I'd have to extend my sympathy too. See, you know? like, being tall, it has a lot of advantages. No one denies that. It's great being tall. I wouldn't trade it. I enjoy it. I'm living the dream. But when I see someone taller than me, I understand the pain and suffering that comes with it. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like, you know. You're taller than me. Yeah. You got that. You got the point up on me. Congratulations. Yeah. Also, you you, not enough people you, talk about you've this. You've taken the, the, the suffering. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, again, not enough people are talking about how the oregano, you need more of it to kick in when you're when you're a larger person. You know, if you're taller, you True. need more oregano. True. I didn't even think about that. I only took the hot... recommended dose. I should probably yeah. take an extra oregano. You fool. Because the recommended dose, like a five foot one girl could be taken who's skin and bones, you know? Right. You need more. I Grayson, should, that, ironically, I should do that. I'm going to go take more Pop a couple more oregano oreganos right this. now, okay? Right here. Well, it's here. not here with me. Right. Uh, um, it's actually out in the kitchen. That's really sad. Santa, kill this guy. Um, sorry, that's just on my topic list. So I keep seeing it and wanting to say it. It's a pretty great bit. It's, it's a solid one. There's no denying it. I also enjoyed to, when I see a bit, right? Because I'm sure the Santa put coal in this guy's stocking. That came from something else, right? And it's, it's ripping someone else's bit. Or at least I wasn't around to see it develop. But I got to see it morph from that into Santa, kill this guy. You know, so I know it's original. And that's what I value in this world. Okay. I think Bim ended up tweeting it, which is quite good. Well, because Steven directly asked her to please yes, tweet it. Yeah. Of course, of course. Um, it was actually about you that Steven wanted Santa to kill. Yeah, because I mansplained to Steven. <laughs> I don't even remember what I mansplained to him. <laughs> Why do you mansplain to Steven so much? What the fuck? Steven needs a lot of explanation to get through life. <laughs> How dare he you? He needs help sometimes. How absolutely the main thing I like so now that Steven's like pretty much a fully functioning adult out of the home right living on his own the main thing I worry about him with is his finances okay I think he's got most of it down I think he's figuring out everything very very well but his finances freak me the fuck out because he will one minute be like JC I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pay my rent I don't know if I'm gonna get paid in time I don't know what's happening I don't know if I have enough money and then the next day, buy a $70 Harry Potter wand in a box set from Mexico um, and then tell me he can't eat at Taco Bell because it's too expensive. You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I just don't it, understand. It, it sincerely baffles me how he manages to make more money than either of us by a pretty <laughs> significant margin. Like, by no small amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and still seems to be constantly short on money. He's, whenever... I've heard that brought up, though, the fact that he does make like, a higher salary. Um, he reminds us that he is paying off his student debt and such, which was a whopping I too. couple thousand dollars. 
I have um, so much student debt. Oh yeah, I'm I drowning. I promise it. we both have a lot more than Stephen. Um, and to be fair, Stephen worked and was paying off his debt during school. Yeah, so, no, did that. He's a better man than we are. It's crazy that he had that foresight. <laughs> you know, but the moment it comes down to, hey, <laughs> such a can good I have enough money for rent? <laughs> <laughs> that, that somehow just does not compute yeah. his brain. Because like the day we left for Orlando, he was freaking out. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get paid in time to pay my rent. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I didn't really know what to do. Like, I didn't know what to help with. And then we're at like Universal. And I'm like, Steven, did you figure that shit out? And he was like, oh, yeah, I actually got paid like four days before that even happened. I was like, so you, you freaked out for nothing. Like, you already had the money. Um... So I don't, yeah, it's tough. It's crazy. A little, little crazy. I hear you abandoned him. You were supposed to play Baldur's Gate with him and you simply did not. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, I think I just kind of fell asleep and then woke up and I was like, eh. Wow. This is so fucked up. Um, and I see Obviously, two... I needed the rest. Who knows how bad I could be right now if I had played that Baldur's it's Gate. It's true. Honestly, what you need is a little bit more sangria is what I'm thinking, Okay. That um, might do it. I think so. Because uh, were you sick when you were drinking the sangria? I was not. Exactly. I was feeling great. And have you been sick ever since you've been taking oregano? Well, I've only taken two pills well, earlier. I just want to say. I have not had the time no for the oregano with, to well, settle. who's to say? Who's to say, Grayson? Uh, what is? I see on your notes here for Boy Oh Boy list, it says the big 320. Oh, yeah, that's just the episode number. <laughs> oh, good. Great. Because it's you who usually announces the episode number, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Anything to add to that, that we're on episode 320, the big one? Nope. Okay. Very cool. The only other topic I see remaining on our whole list is that you got new boots, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah. I did get some new boots. Listen, Congrats, man. If, uh, if our trip revealed anything to me, it's that I need to concede my boots are they're given out. I've had those boots for a good few years now. I hear they served me sticky. very well. Yeah. The um cool. listen, they served me so very well. They were some fantastic boots, some of the most comfortable footwear I've ever owned in my entire probably the most comfortable footwear I've ever owned in my entire life. And just they've they've trucked it out on multiple of our trips now just to work every day through school, everything. They they are like the things I wore every day. And they did a good job. But at some point you have to concede, wow, all the lining is coming up and like the glue that held the sole or like the inner bottom lining in place is now like kind of rubbing up against my socks and getting a little sticky. And eventually you're just going to be like, man, I probably need to, to swap these out. We must put these to rest. So that's what I did. I, I ordered oh, some boots on Amazon. They Yo. came massive um, on Tuesday. Yo. Love that I haven't band. really had a chance to like try them out properly because I've been no. in bed dying. That makes sense. But they're here. I'm I'm yeah. pretty excited about them. They're what? I I I splurged a little bit, JC. I I I, I, I splurged. You they're splurged two hundred dollar pair of boots. Whoa, massive! That's so. Did yeah. you encourage Stephen? Because Stephen just told me he bought one hundred sixty dollar boots. What? No. But he, yeah, he from from. I don't think I've ever even talked even know about boots with Stephen. Yeah, I don't picture Steven wearing boots, if I'm if I'm being honest. I forget the company name, but he just he was showing me the boots he got. Um, and they were like cheaper because he got them boots? the women's section. Thursday? Thursday boots. Uh, That's hard to say. Because uh, I, I, that's what I got. I got Thursday Boot Company. No, he got like a brand name. I don't know what they're called, though. Uh, 
it's like very famous. I just straight up don't remember. Like not North Face, but it's something like that. You know, mm. not Birkenstocks, but I feel like it starts with a B. Who's to say? But either way, he you know Stephen got a bunch of shoes when we were at the outlets in Orlando. He was telling me yeah. he thinks they're bad shoes because they're uncomfortable right now. And I'm like, Stephen, shoes take like a tiny bit to get used to, like to break into. Um, mm-hmm. Like every time I get a new pair of Converse, like I get blisters for the first like week or so, like on the back of my ankles, but then they go away, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But Stephen was accusing it because they're, they were from the outlets. They must be worse quality. And that's why they're hurting him. Um, but I, f- I don't think that's how that works. Nope. I don't either. Uh, but I'm glad we're on the same page, you know? Because I was feeling a little insane. Stephen kept insisting they make stuff purposefully worse for the outlets. And that's why it's cheaper, because they make it worse. Um, Don't think that's true. I didn't think it was either. I still don't think that's true, but Stephen insisted. And every time I'd push back against him saying that when we were at the outlets, he would get a little heated. Um, But I'm I'm glad we're on the same page, you know? Um, My shoes from the outlets, I didn't get any this most recent time. But shoes I have gotten from the outlets, they're great. You know, just take some time to break into like a glove. Consider for a moment. Would, mm-hmm. Is it like a separate assembly line of, well, here's the worst line. Here's, yeah, here's the line the... where we make shoes that are identical, but uncomfortable. <laughs> why would you, why would you invest I, in making that element of know. your production? I, I really don't know. It didn't make any sense to me when Steven described it. I, and like, there's a chance maybe like they make stuff exclusive for outlets, but even sure, still, I doubt yeah. it's gonna be shit material that you can't wear. Like, well, because even if even if it's at an outlet, it's still their brand name. Like, yeah, that's still the the company name. Uh huh. They're not gonna just put out bad products and then put the same name on it. Also, the company he was referring to with his shoes was Vans. That's a big company, you know. Huge. Yeah. So. Also, how do you make those worse? They're kind of bare bones. <laughs> they, they're they not, like, known for their comfort. Like, that and Converse, they're both skater shoes. Like, they're, they're supposed to be more, like, fashion over function. You know, Unless you're a skater, then I guess they're function over fashion. Um, but, like, yeah, they're not the comfiest things in the world. So, hopefully the boy figures it out. very confusing. Yeah, a little. But, again, back to the financial stuff. Like, the shoes at the outlets. Um, and then these boots now that he's home. It's like, you told me within the week that you weren't able to afford Taco Bell. What is happening? What What is going on here? But it's okay. We ate out today anyways. So we live. You know, Grayson? I, it will never make sense. It just, yeah. it never makes sense. Also, okay, one other thing about Steven. Love the boy. We love him dearly. That is known. Truly. That is obvious. Um, every time I enter his apartment, he apologizes for how messy it is and how there are comic books everywhere. Steven? It's been like four months. It's never not been like that. You don't have to apologize. It's just your apartment, man. There's just a, there's comics everywhere. That's okay. You know? He's the comic boy. He's the comic boy. I don't need apologies. You know? Embrace, like, own your comics, okay? You know? Like, put them in front of your doorway so I have to step over them. That's what I want when I enter the Stephen home. You know? Please. 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 But, Grayson, is there anything else you'd like to talk about this week? before we ride off into that beautiful, beautiful sunset? Um, I'm kind of hungry, JC. Okay, well, I, I encourage you go eat. Okay, pop some more oregano. No, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going straight to sleep. How about some toast? What if you make yourself some toast? 
I have no bread. We haven't gone to the grocery store in forever. Okay, you got soup? Any cans of soup? Um, we might, but I just had cans of soup. Okay, what do you have in your I home? I really want another. I have um, club crackers. Those those are good. Some tuna? That's less good. I actually really like tuna. Yeah, but it's not like a sick food, you know? Like, if a, no, if a young no, boy's come down not. with a cold, you don't say, here's your tuna, boy. You say, here are your I soup mean, and crackers, boy. Maybe that's what we need to start doing. I don't think so. You think about that? Person, No. Also, why did Steven today before I left his apartment say, here, smell this? And it was just a pot full of beef, ground beef. Of course, I'm not going to like how it smells. What the fuck? <laughs> what? He stuck a pot of ground beef in my face and said, smell it. It smells so good. But wasn't joking. <laughs> was like, what is wrong with that boy? <laughs> There's no world in which I'm going to agree with that statement. Um, but, you know, happens. Something about Steven. There's really he was just proud of his ground beef. He was proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to share. Also, he was telling me that the candle, the moon pie candle I got him for Christmas didn't work. You have it battling you cooking beef immediately across the kitchen. You know? Like the it's a candle lose can that only battle. do <laughs> Yeah. Can only do so much, man. So but again, my main concern. I hope he, he gets a better grip of his finances. And not, like, he won't. figure out your finances. Just, like, get a better, like, mental grasp of them, I feel like, you know? Like, his finances are well, online. Just, just understand them more. Just, like, ensure that he knows he can pay rent would be a great start. That would be an amazing starting point, actually. You bring up a great point. Um, but, you know, again, we live. We learn. We'll figure everything out, Grayson. We'll be back next week. With the big three, two, one. I can't wait Let's for it personally. Go. I know. Three, two, one. That is actually a kind of monumental episode, okay? It is some value, as opposed to like 319. Who gives a shit about that? Um, Next time we'll be at something like that, we'll be four, three, two, one. No, don't say that. Won't we have four, three, two first? No. Why not? Why wouldn't we have episode because then four, you don't three, two? That one. Like, no, that's not but it's even still descending countdown. order. We're also going to have 345 very soon. Don't be ridiculous. Okay, I'm Those sorry. Those are sucky numbers. I'm really sorry. Okay, the last time we hit number one in descending order, we'll, we will not make it. We will be dead by then. For sure, for sure. Me in a car accident, you after this weekend because you took too much oregano. Um, <laughs> it's possible. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week, ideally. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Adios. Adios.